0: Alright, so this summer we're going to look at um, some different things, some, some different disciplines of the Christian faith. And um, I thought it would be good, to kind of as so we start this new season of ministry, um, coming up with rising seventh graders, that it would be good for us to kind of look at scripture and look at some different disciplines. And that may not make any sense to you, if, especially if you're new to church. But a discipline are things that we do in our Christian life that draws us closer to God, like prayer and reading the Bible and all kinds of different things. So tonight we look at God's word, like how God's word, how we need to use God's word in our lives. And Paul tells us in Romans chapter 12, verse 2, it says, Do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, but what? But be, transformed. be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So do not be conformed to the patterns of this world, and what are, the, what are the, talk to me, what are the patterns of this world? What are some of the things that the world tells you to do? Say it louder. It's on the outside, so it's on the outside, that matters. So your physical appearance. What else? Do what feels good. Disrespectable. How about, the you know, drink what you want to drink, smoke what you want to smoke, sleep with who you want to sleep with, right? Some of these things. The world tells you lies all the time. It says, do not be conformed to those patterns of this world. But what? Be transformed by renewing your mind. How do we do that? You do it by reading the Bible. So that's what we're going to look at tonight. And by prayer and other things. But that's what we're going to look at. So, this is not in your handout. But this is a quote from Richard Foster. And it says this. Many Christians remain in bondage to fears and anxieties simply because they do not avail themselves to the discipline of study. It's talking about study of God's word. It says, they may be faithful in church attendance, which there's a lot of people who come to church every single week. They're very faithful in church attendance and earnest in fulfilling their religious duties, and still they are not changed. They may sing with gusto and pray in the spirit and live as obediently as they know, even receive divine visions and revelations, and yet the tenor of their lives remain unchanged. Why? Because they have never taken up the one one of the central ways God uses it to change us, and that's through his word. So this is so important because so many of us, we come to church every single week. We come to Reverb. We come on the weekends, and we're serving, and we're, we're there. But for so many of us, we don't open the word of God and read it and study it. So that's what we're going to look at tonight. So if you have your Bibles, so you can turn to Philippians chapter 1. We're going to look at just one verse tonight. Philippians 1, 27. And it says this. I was going to read part of it. It says, Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. In other words, when you open up this book and you start reading what God tells us to do in this book, Does your life match up to what God tells you to do? When you come and you hear messages at Reverb or on on the weekends, and you hear what God's Word tells us to do, does your life match up? Is your your life worthy of the manner of what the gospel tells us to do? And I had this kind of scale up here, and I I saw this from, um, saw this illustration from Francis Chan once, and I thought it was brilliant talking about this verse and this is you know what these things are right so back in the the old days i don't know i'm not really young enough to remember this but they would put like barley or something over here and they put like weights on this side to see how much it weighs so you know how much you owe like today in the produce you get those little scales this is kind of like an old timey scale so what this verse is saying is if this is you right? Does anybody know who, who this is? I asked Tiffany, she didn't know. It's not really Barbie, I don't think. I don't know. Anyway, so just bear with me for a second. If this is you, all right, imagine this is your life and you're over here just chilling, right? And the word of God is over here. Does your, this verse is saying, does your life balance from what God says so what your life is, what you, how you live your life, is it balanced? Or is it like this? Or is it like this? How does your life balance out? Because God, God tells us to love our enemies and pray for those who persecute us. Do we love our enemies? Is our life balanced there in that area? He says to love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbors as yourself. Does that Match up with our lives. He says to forgive those who have hurt us. How do we deal with that in our lives? He says to be in community with one another. And be in unity with one another. How does that match up with our lives? He says in Colossians to clothe ourselves in humility and love. How does that look in our lives? A lot of times it's, it's very lopsided. We don't do what Scripture says. And honestly, it's because we don't know what Scripture says. We don't do what Scripture says because we don't know what's in this book. Because we don't open it and read it ourselves. And that's what tonight is all about. For us to see the importance for us to open the Word of God to read it, to study it, to memorize it, to meditate on it, so that we can practice, apply what he says to our lives. Because Jesus said, where is it at? Um, Luke chapter 16. This is the story of Lazarus and the rich man. The rich man dies and he goes to hell. He's burning there. And Scripture says this in verse 24 of 16. It says, he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water to cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. That's what scripture says. That the rich man was burning in this real place called hell. Hell. He's like, will you just call out Abraham to to have Lazarus to dip his finger in water and touch my tongue to give me just a brief moment of relief because I am in so much pain down here. Do we believe this verse? And do we live out our lives like this verse is real, like there's a real place that your friends and my friends and my family, if they don't know Christ, they're not going to go to heaven. And they're going to this very real place that we know called hell. Do we live our life like this? A lot of times I don't. A lot of times my life is, oh, it's about me in my comfort zone, and not about what God tells me to do. How do we live our lives? So what, I ha- what you have in front of you is a handout. And that was my, if you don't call it preaching, that was my preaching. The rest of it is teaching. I want to teach you and I'm giving you all my notes, one, so we can go through this pretty quickly and two, so that you'll have this for future stuff um, because it's more about you gaining knowledge and then me just talking to you for 20 minutes. So let's go through these things. This is the food scripture analogy. So things that we do for our, our, our physical life with food, same for scripture. We need to eat regularly. Like, I want to eat at least three times a day, sometimes more, because I like food. Okay? So we need to eat on a regular basis. And just like we need to eat on a regular basis, we need to study God's Word on a regular basis. Okay? When we don't study God's Word on a regular basis, then we starve our soul. We cannot only eat once or twice and be fine with that, or eat once or twice a week and be fine with that. We need our spiritual food as well. The next one is this. We need to eat slowly. I'm the worst. When I eat food, I eat really fast. There's other of you, others of you who eat really slow. You drive me crazy, okay? I eat fast. But when we open God's Word and we start reading God's Word, slow is better than fast. Because a lot of times we want to read it and be done with it and check it off our list. But rather, he wants us to take our time and read it slowly and let God speak to us. So instead of reading five minutes a day, I want you read or reading you no know, two chapters a day. I want you just read a couple of verses a day, and we'll talk about some different methods in a few minutes. But read slowly. Next one, we need a well balanced diet. Now, If I was to eat chocolate all the time, which I would love to, but I don't, it wouldn't be good for my for my health. If I was to eat all starches, it wouldn't be good for my health. So, we need a well balanced diet. With the four, is it four food groups? Is chocolate one of those? I don't think so. Um, but we need a well balanced diet. And so, we, we'll look at different methods tonight on how we look at God's word. Okay, so we'll get to that. We'll just put that on hold. We're going to look at different methods on how we read and study and different things on God's word. So, we'll get to that in just a few moments. And lastly, we need an adequate supply of food. We can eat a well-balanced meal on a regular basis, but if the quantity isn't sufficient, then we're cutting God short. But remember, quality is more important than quantity. Quality is more important than quantity. So I'd rather you read four verses and have a, have, allow God to really speak to you than read four chapters and you would be like, I don't know what I just read. Okay, Quality is better than quantity. All right, on your handout, you have a hand. I don't know whose hand that is, but that's a hand. And you can give that hand a high five anytime you want to. But they are going to look at five different things, five different methods for us to read God's word. Do you use God's word? The first one is hearing. And you may want to take some notes under this. Hearing. I saw one statistic that said 90% of the people inside the church that come to church on a regular basis Christians... of them only study God's word by this one right here. They come to church, they hear a message, and they leave and never open his word. 90% of people. And I also read this, that you only remember 10% of what you hear in the next 24 hours. So if you were to just come and listen to a message, 24 hours from now, you'll remember about 10% of what the person said. It's not very much. The next one is reading, reading God's Word. For this one, you need to set realistic goals. Like a couple, maybe a couple years ago, Tiffany, she read the Bible in 90 days. I think it took her 100 days to read it. That is not a realistic goal for me because I hate reading, okay? So set realistic goals for yourself on reading the Word of God, okay? Okay? And we'll get to more of the details on, on reading if you miss a day or whatever in just a few moments. But set realistic goals. Don't, dis, don't get discouraged if you miss a day. And it says if if you remember 25% of what you read 24 hours later. So it goes up from 10% to 25% if you read it. Next one is studying. Studying God's Word. So you use your resources, study Bibles concordances, commentaries, different things, study God's word. Don't use left behind. <laughs> All right, that's not a study Bible. It's a fictional book, okay? And it says this, you remember 50% of what you, what you study in the next 24 hours. So you remember half of what you study. Next one is the memorization. Memorize, and this is my challenge to people, memorize one verse for every year you're alive. If you're 12, you should have 12 verses memorized. If you're 38 like me, you should have 38 verses memorized. If you're beyond me, older, wiser, you should have that many verses memorized for every year you're you're alive. Okay? That's a big challenge for you guys. And we'll talk about some details on that in just a few moments. So in the next 24 hours, guess how much you remember if you memorize it? Anyone know? 100%, because you memorize it. All right? So if you memorize, you memorize, you, you, you remember 100%. Next one is meditation. That's thinking and reflecting um, on what you learn. Let it absorb into your soul. And then last one is application. If you don't apply what you read, then really this is mean, meaningless to you. let's go back to this right here. If you apply it, your life is living in a, a life worthy of the gospel. All right, let's keep going. This is also in your handout suggestions for reading scripture so let's go through a few of these um and we're not going to read this whole thing to you uh, some of these i will but um they're, they're there for you to look at um it's possible for you to read a proverb a day some of you may have heard of that so whatever day of the of the of the month it is you read that proverb so june 21st is day, you read proverbs 21 there's 31 proverbs if it's you no know, july 4th you read proverbs 4 if it's november 16th you read proverbs 16 so read a proverb a day um, that's the wisdom book. It makes you, makes you wise. You can read through the Psalms five months by reading the Psalm a day. Or you can read um, five Psalms and do it within a month. You can go through the New Testament in 90 days by reading three or four chapters a day. You can read through the whole Bible in a year. And there's different programs that you can do that. Um, there's the chronolo- chronological, which is what Tiffany's doing now, where you read it as it was written, not as it's in the Bible. You can do the cover-to-cover, Genesis, Revelation. You can do, when I just finished was the... Um, like three chapters in Old Testament and one chapter in New Testament. So get a mixture of both. But there's all kinds of methods. And a cool resource, a great resource is Version. It's the app. If you don't have it, I strongly suggest you download it because it has all kinds of Bible plans on there. You can read it. It will read you the Bible. If you don't like reading, it will actually read it to you. Version is a great one. All right, tips for studying God's Word. Use a study Bible to dig deeper. I mentioned that earlier. Get a concordance or commentary if you want to go deeper. Um, Don't be afraid to mark up your Bible, to write in in the margin of your Bible. It's very important. Um, I do it. Some people are kind of iffy about that, but I encourage it. Um, Read it in its context, which is very important. Don't just read a verse and it's like, oh, that verse is speaking to me. Read before and after that verse to see what it really is about. All right. Tips and benefits for memorizing Scripture. Psalm 119, if you hide his word in your heart, you will not sin against him. So it helps you resist the temptation of sin. Memorize at a pace that's good for you. Try different methods. Scripture Typer is another um, downloadable app that you can use to help you memorize scripture. Put verses on index cards if you want to go old-fashioned. That's what I used to do, put on index cards and kind of keep it with me and kind of use it throughout the day um, if I have time. Review the verses you memorize weeks later and make sure you still have them. Keep a notebook of those that you've, that you've memorized. And here's some good verses to memorize if you want to share the gospel with someone. Um, the ones in John and Romans and Isaiah, those are great verses to have, that you just need to have memorized. So you can share with someone if you're sharing Christ with them. Other good passages to memorize and meditate on is Psalm 23 and the book of James, Ephesians 4 through 6. Yes, these are big verses, lots of verses. Um, the Sermon on the Mount, 1 John. Um, I have a buddy who I heard a message from him when I was a student pastor two churches ago. And I remember him saying, I'm in the process of memorizing the whole New Testament. And I texted him this past week. It's like, I, heard, I remember you know, several years ago you were in this process. It's like, how are you doing with this? And he says, the book of Romans really stumped me, but I have 16 books in the, in the New Testament memorized. 16 books. Incredible. Um, and you, hopefully you'll meet him one day. He'll come and speak at some point, probably. Um, tips for meditating on Scripture. Memorize the verse that you're wanting to meditate on, and so you don't have to refer to it in, in the Word. Um, take time from meditating on one verse, and just you know, just memorize one verse and just kind of meditate on it, kind of serenade in it for a week at a time, and just really um, allow God to, to speak to you through that through that verse. I'm um, journaling your thoughts. I'm not a huge, I don't journal a lot, but when I have in the past, it's been really good. Uh, meditation versus study. Let's look at these real quick. Uh, meditation is devotional. Study is analytical. Meditation would relish the word. Study makes it more clear. Meditation, reading the scripture places high priority on application. What it means for me, study of scripture places high priority on interpretation. What does it mean? Period. Don't read the Bible, but let the Bible read you. You know, a lot of times we, we read the Bible with this kind of preconceived, especially if you grew up in church. Oh, I know what this story is about. But instead of having these kind of preconceived kind of things about what Scripture is, kind of read it from fresh perspective and let God really speak to you. you be surprised what if you read it slowly what is in, the, in, the, in those verses for you. Daily devotional reading is um, commendable. But not study. Study takes time. We need to find, we need to find time for, to take for God. And this is why it's a discipline. Because it's not natural for me to wake up in the morning and just read this. It's, it's not, it doesn't come natural for most of us. Unless you've done it for years and years and years. It's a discipline. You've got to create time in your day to open the Word of God and to read it. Or else it won't happen. This is for seventh graders, all the way up to adults. This is for all of us. We got to take time in our day to to do this. And then, lastly, you got some follow-up questions there. And this is—we're not doing small groups tonight. So this is what I want you to do: like tonight or this week, sometime, just kind of go through these questions. We're not going to read them tonight to you, but just take some time to answer these questions. And it's really a kind of a checkup on your spiritual, on your, on your reading scripture. How are you doing with this? Okay? That's my challenge to you. I don't usually do this, but do we have any questions? And since this is kind of a different approach to this. Anybody have any questions or comments? Cool. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I will say as a, as a church, um, we, if you come on weekends or come here, we always teach from the ESV, which is the English Standard Version. So that's what you'll get when you come here. I will say go to a bookstore that has Bibles. Just read a few different ones and find one that makes sense to you. The NIV is one that the New International Version is one that makes a lot of sense to people. That's what I used to use. Um, I still use it some, but NIV is a good one. ESV is a good one. Um, Now, there's a difference between a translation and a paraphrase. So a translation is like the ones I just mentioned, NIV, ESV, NASB, New Living Translation. There's different ones. And what that is is they take the original Greek or Hebrew, all right, They take the original language that these these verses were written in and they translate it into English. And this varies a little bit between different translations. A paraphrase, which is like the Message Bible, the New Living Bible, some of those are paraphrased, and what they do is take it from the English Bible and make it into modern-day language. So it's not a translation of the original um, Greek or Hebrew. It's a modern-day... So with that being said, I wouldn't suggest... You using the message Bible as your daily devotion time? You need a translation. It will be my suggestion there. Any other questions or comments? Cool. You guys ready to play some Capture the Flag? All right. Let's pray and then we'll get in, get into that. God, thank you so much for your Word. And um, God, I know it's it's hard for us. It's it's a it's a discipline of the Christian faith. And, and I just pray you just help us to take time to look into your word, to read it, to study it, to um, memorize it, to, uh, um, to apply it to our lives, to meditate on it. Because it's not, it doesn't come natural. So, God, I pray you will help us all to do that, that we will um, just grow in our walk with you. And um, yeah, I just pray that you will just bless our time as we play some captive flag and have fun. Praise in your name, Jesus. Amen.